Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. It's Monday. Yes, Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Lo siento mi gente, sometimes I literally just have to, okay, I'm not like, I sometimes get ahead of myself in regards to the days. Why? I don't know. Pero I really hope you've been doing well this week. I've missed you. You know I always, always miss you. Now, I have a lot of things I want to talk about with you today. And number one, uh, it's been on my mind, not even, not just necessarily on my mind, but I've been feeling it these last few days. I think I'm developing carpal tunnel. If not developing, it's already developed. And... It's so crazy because a few years back, I remember I started to hear that word, carpal tunnel. And when I would hear people use, oh, I have carpal tunnel, my wrist, da, 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 most of the time they were graduate students that I would meet because, you know, it was during my undergrad years. And they would explain it to me and they would share it's that it was because they writing, just writing all the time. If not a couple of them were in their dissertation phase, and also a lot of them too weren't in the weren't in the dissertation phase. But still, a lot of writing. Because yeah, I also remember that these were social sciences PhDs, by the way. They would also mention that for their classes, a lot of the times, like the exams, whatnot, they were 15, 20 page papers. So writing, 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 like everything before the dissertation, the big project that determines everything you've learned throughout your PhD coursework, etc. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm just like, ah, but, 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 but bringing that all back. Yeah. I think it caught up to me and I was not expecting it to catch up to me this quickly. But then again, I shouldn't be surprised because if we take two steps back and think about when we were all in that global pandulce locked up stage, you know, where no one was leaving their homes or anything, not only... I remember I shared this that my once the lockdown started, I was taking classes that following summer for my program, but then on fall, they put me on a leave of absence. Not just me, by the way, other students. That's that's a cheese. I'll eventually share this cheese, man. It's just I still feel like it's too early in the game for me to share it since I kind of just finished that program not too long ago. But it was just a hot mess. It was a hot mess. Anyways, but even though I had that semester off, but also the semester, the summer semester I was taking classes, I was still actively typing using my laptop outside of my school assignments because that's when I was working on Cafecito. And I mean, I still work on her, but it was a lot of typing, a lot of just a lot. So I've been taking a little more Advil than usual, but I should probably find other remedies that don't involve me taking Advil all the time. And to be honest, I don't even really feel like the Advil is helping. It might it might just be like a mental thing. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. And you're not going to believe this either, mi gente. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to miss pronounce any words and if I do I am sorry and bear with me pero cafecito con estrellita the name says it itself and even though I wasn't a coffee lover since day one of my life definitely once I hit 19 1920 I can't remember the exact age but around that age was when the addiction 
started. And if it wasn't coffee, it was yerba mate. If you like, and I'm talking about the ones in the yellow can, because I know there's like the hot tea, but no, I'm talking about yerba mate, the yellow. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I might even buy one later for work tomorrow. Anyways, mi gente. So caffeine, 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 especially when I was writing my thesis, doing my papers for my master's, and then my credential, it was just a lot. Now at 28 years old, I'm starting to feel like the acid reflexes. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Yeah. So now I take Tums like pretty frequently and it makes me very sad. So I'm also trying to, I don't want to say I'm cutting back on coffee, but I'm just more mindful because there was up to a point where I would take drink two cups a day, but like my afternoon cup, like it would be more for fun because I've slowly started getting to the points in my life where like doing like, like my workday's done like at seven. You know what I mean? Honestly, even six or five, I'm, I'm not talking about workday from like the school site I'm at. I'm talking about just like in general, but anyway, uh, we can dab into that another time too, but it's just crazy because mi gente, I remember my Spanish professors from SB, a lot of them born and raised in Spain, Barcelona, etc. Coffee, it's like they drink it all the time for like fun. And it's like, you know, and I don't know, it didn't look like they had, I don't well, I'm not in their bodies, but you know what I mean? It's just like, it really seems like maybe nobody has those acid reflexes, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's a hot mess. So I'm pretty sad about that. But I'm like, oh my gosh. Pero if you happen to have carpal tunnel or you're about to, or you're heading the, the acid reflex stages of your life because of all the caffeine from academia and just like the education. Yeah, we're, I'm heading that way with you. And now what I'm trying to do with my hand that if like I could feel the sensation of like, oh shit, carpal tunnel. Oh, sorry. I said a bad word, but you know what I mean? Okay. Carpal tunnel is developing. I've been trying to use my right hand more, but so I'm conscious of me using it, but like it's kind of weak and I'm like, Ugh. but I'll figure it out. I, I'll figure it out. Now, another update I want to share with all of you. I'm excited, but also just mourning a bit and whatnot. So as many of you know, I'm living in near the NorCal area. If, if you've heard of the trains in the background, maybe you can estimate kind of where. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's move forward. Okay. Anyway, so I've been living in this. I've been, I haven't been living in SoCal for the last three years. And I, I was born and raised in SoCal and, and went to school there too, uh, except for the credential program. And if you've been with me since the early stages of Cafecito, or at least early enough, there were just so many different factors that played out that led me to come up here. And I, I've learned a lot. I've just learned a lot. And even though just certain things didn't work out academically, it's just other things they worked out too, especially my personal growth journey, because it's just, it's a unique situation to be in when you are the first in your family to navigate higher education while living at home with loved ones who, who, who want to support you, but maybe don't know exactly how to, because they're from a different generation and you're from 
the generation I'm in. We're, we're here, you know? So, sus consejitos, their actions, it just, a lot, uh, it's a hot mess, hot mess. But, 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 okay. Going back to the whole personal development, things like that, I definitely know for a fact, not only have I matured, but I definitely healed a lot. And I've definitely realized a lot of things that, not just about myself, but just just a lot of things that I I needed a wake-up call to, a really big old wake-up call to, because here's the thing, mi gente, for a majority of my 20s undergrad, however you want to label it, I was just very insecure, very, very, you know, very limited beliefs, all like so many terms can fall into these categories. And a lot of it had to do with the fact, not just like the cultural things that a lot of us grew up with, where calladita te ves más bonita, eres una niña buena, debes de ser una niña buena, like all those things. Not only that, you know, pero también just the holistic environments that come with academia, with elitism. I've recently shared stories with you where I've had my my own in my classes interrogate me, interrogate me. One of those words, you know what I'm saying. In the classroom setting, while also still being misunderstood by others that were at let's just say faculty higher level positions so it made me always want to just keep my head down i knew i could work hard i knew i knew how to work hard i definitely do have a lot of discipline to be honest i don't know if i was just born with it but i don't want you to think i have discipline for every single thing in my life no that's that's a lie but discipline in the sense where i know the things that i'm good at and I like them, so the discipline just naturally falls there. But there are some things where it's kind of like, no se sale tanto, but if it has to get done, it'll it'll get done. You know what I mean? And so all like I feel like I've always been, not I feel, I know I've always been charismatic. I know I've always been hardworking. I know I've always been passionate, a go-getter, things like that. But a lot, but also a lot of the loudness the projection I would get from others, whether they were my peers or who were supposed to be my mentors, just things like that. I could feel all of that on me and it would put me in a position where I'm just very quiet while moving along in academia. And I know it might be hard to believe me being quiet, feeling quiet, because I mean, I am on social media. I have a podcast, so I talk a lot. And also, if you do meet me in real life, Yes, I'm quiet, but you can also tell, no, this girl, she she likes to talk. You know what I mean? So as I have navigated these academic spaces, a lot of the times I felt like the best way for me to keep it safe, the best way for me to like make it out, to move on to the next academic chapter, whether that was the next quarter or to the next level of degree, such as applying to master's, credential, whatever, then I would just like open my mouth when it is needed. That's how I had felt. And make sure you also get those experiences you need. But for the most of the time, just keep your head down, you know, kind of be quiet. Just take, take the hardships that are thrown at you, take the things and just keep going because you want to get to 
this PhD program. And I'm not saying that this is advice or the best advice. It's just, if you've been with me for a while, you know I share my experiences a lot because I don't know. I feel like that is the best way for me to provide value to all of you while providing value to myself. And of course, I met other peers and faculty that definitely wanted to help me, that wanted to pass the torch and and have continued to pass the torch to me right now today, even though I didn't get into program. But I guess the reason why I want to bring this up to the attention is where even me just staying humble, keeping my head down in these academic spaces that I've just been trying to navigate and move on to the next chapters and steps, it's also reflected on to my social media and just my life. And as I've continued to reflect back, I'm aware that I I am naturally humble. I like to keep my feet on the ground, things like that. But I also am aware of the, my talents, you know, but because I have been in spaces for so long where I just, I want to make sure I fit the quote unquote status quo, whatever that even means to make it to the next step. It definitely, I just didn't know how badly my self-confidence was hurting for a while. And it honestly wasn't until this last summer and then ending this fall, like I was feeling like I was getting my confidence back. But then every time I would think about, am I going to get into these programs, like PhD programs and whatnot, I would immediately just feel my confidence just fall straight to the ground because it's like, is my work good enough? And vulnerability, vulnerability, authenticity, that is just so important to me. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I do have my days where I'm like, is there really strength in vulnerability? Am I truly making an impact with this vulnerability that I share? Because it's not that I'm worried my vulnerability will affect my comp affect my confidence. I don't I don't think it's that. Let's face it, if I wasn't all about vulnerability, I don't think I would have made it this far as I have with at least the type of content that I produce. So I definitely had a lot to share. I don't really think I came to a conclusion on anything, but that's okay because here we talk to share and plant seeds. But I will take two steps back because this all started because I was mentioning to all of you, I will be going back to SoCal now. Initially, my plan was when I would, my plan was I was going to get into my dream PhD program because not only did I work pretty hard on my apps, but let's just say I made, I did everything I could to network with the right people I had to network with to like just do the best I could to strengthen my application as much as I could, at least for this cycle. And my goal, original goal, was to move back to SoCal around midsummer into my own little apartment to start my PhD program. But it looks like that will be delayed one more year, at least, especially with like the crazy, just like how our economy is going right. Ugh. So I will be moving back home. And I'm definitely excited to be seeing my sister, my mom, etc. But I'm definitely also, I shared about this on a TikTok. And what I shared on the TikTok, I'm not really feeling anymore. Like I feel better. Like I feel more like, okay, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll work out. But what I was sharing on the TikTok was just, I had felt 
for a while I had the little voice in my head in a sense making me feel guilty, almost ashamed that I had made it so far by myself and now I'm going backwards because I'm moving back home. But no, no. And then I definitely had in the back of my mind like worried about like the mental health issues since, you know, I've been on my own for a while. That also means that I only had to face myself, if that makes sense, where I just wasn't really worried about too many other people in my circle versus when you're in a Mexican household filled with a lot of people. I said Mexican because I'm Mexican and yeah. Okay. It's just, there's just so many different types of personalities and there's just a lot more to consider. And, but that's where, after I shared that TikTok and then just reflecting back again, I just know I'm in a, I'm in a better position mindset wise. And I feel like it also really helps that my family has also grown too. Grown where they, they are as supportive as they can be in regards to my entrepreneurship path and also reapplying again to a PhD program because again, I'm not kidding. All these things, it, it takes a village just like I'm sure other things literally take a village. Also moving back, especially this year, is very crucial business-wise because back in the area where my older sister's house and oh, I'm sorry about that dumb train. I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry. But anyways, so we're La Casa de Mi Hermana and my parents is our, I'm very close to a lot of resources, resources that are needed to ship out merch easier than where I'm currently living, where it's just like, there's more obstacles. Also me moving back, I'll be able to have this little space to not only continue podcast recording, but potentially upload my podcast video format onto YouTube which that's the goal. It won't be a full-on podcast studio, to be honest. I won't have my own room for a little while, but I'll have a workspace. And right now, at least, because I'm, I'm only planning on being back in my parents' home for about a year because hopefully by then either I have an, a lot saved up or I'm actually in a PhD program that's fully funded that could help fund my own little place but that's a story for another day it's just uh, this year it's just it's gotta happen and I'm excited to continue sharing all of this with you honestly it's just these conversations are important for me to have with all of you because I, I want you to know if you ever find yourself in a position where let's say you've been on your own for a while whether it's you were living at the university so you were alone like that for a while, at least from your parents' house, or maybe it's post-grad, you have your own place and you're just like doing your thing, making career money, whatever that may be, or with roommate, all those things. If you ever need, whether it's financially, emotional, whatever it is that you find yourself in a position where you're moving back to your parents' home, I just want you to know it's okay to go, go back a few steps to recharge yourself to replan to just go from there you know I'm not gonna lie if you would have asked me at least a year ago 
a year ago, maybe you know what, not even a year, six months ago, if you would have asked me or brought it to my attention, attention six months ago that, oh, Estrella, you're going to move back home, I would have looked at you and be like, no, I worked so hard to, like, I have to keep going. I can't, like, da-da-da, in order for me to keep growing, I need to, da-da. But look what life did. And as cliche as it sounds, everything happens for a reason. And at the end of the day, I am grateful that I could always go back to my parents' household if I ever need to. And I'm very grateful to have a sister and brother-in-law that have opened a little workspace for me in regards to content creation. And also grateful for my younger sister too for openly sharing her room with me at least for the next year to see what happens with that. All I gotta say, applying to PhD programs, doing a PhD, entrepreneurship, social media, it's a, it's a lot. Latin, there's just, you can only keep going. And it's funny. I, I know I shared this on TikTok or somewhere, but I hate instability. I'm not even kidding. I hate it. I hate, hate, hate instability. Just saying that right now, I just... And of course, I just happen to find myself pursuing two paths where instability is fairly common. Whether it's instability that you don't know where you're going to live during the summer, whether it's instability where... Why aren't you being clear about the funding you said program was supposed to give us? Whether it's instability that you get a really awesome paycheck from a brand in January, but then come April and you haven't made anything recently from a brand. Yeah, lots of instability and I don't love it, but here we are. Now, something else I want to talk about. Recently, I had listened to an episode from the Jay Shetty podcast. I'll go ahead and look for that episode link and I'll put it in the show notes. But it was the episode with John Legend. Don't quote me on this, but I think that one came out last year. I just don't remember the month or whatnot. And we're just in that episode, we're getting to know his whole life. And in case you didn't know, John Legend is also a Capricorn just like me. And he's done just amazing, amazing accomplishments. And I just, I also admire the relationship him and Chrissy have. It's just, it's amazing. Okay. Anyways, one of the biggest takeaways I, I took from that show is when he had mentioned, I pour myself into things during hard times. And when he was talking about that, or even when he brought that up, he was sharing about the time when his parents got divorced due to the fact that his mom went into very heavy depression and was taking drugs, etc. after the passing of her mother because mom and mom, mom, yeah, his mom and grandma were super, super close. They did everything together. So when she passed, just, it was a hot mess. And what helped him during that time was he was put, he was pouring into him by doing the things he loved, doing the things he loved and loved, loves, you know what I'm saying. And that was just something really important for me to share because that's something I wish 
I would have been better at as an academic because, as I mentioned, not only are you navigating holistic environments at times, but you're also navigating heavy assignments, navigating working, navigating the extra everything that you constantly hear me talk about where you forget to pour into you, where you do things that you enjoy. Because if you're having a really heavy day, heavy day, not just emotionally, but with your workload, you're going to want to end your day. Honestly, even start your day with things that bring a smile to your face. Because we are not robots. Whether that's waking up as early as you can to at least have your favorite coffee, maybe eat a little something in the morning. I know not everyone's a breakfast person. I wasn't a breakfast person until about two years ago where I converted myself into one. And the just enough where you can do those little morning things, have your little me time before taking on your day. And then after you finish your day in your home and you do whatever you have to do, do something else that Again, puts a smile to your face, whether it's watching trash reality TV, because I know I'm a fan of that in case you are, and eating your favorite snack. Things like that, things that you look forward to. And I can even speak for myself too. I faced a lot of loneliness when I first moved up here and started my credential program. And not loneliness, not just emotionally, but also physically, both. And right now, I still experience a lot of physical loneliness, but I don't feel emotionally lonely like I used to because I had spent those two years just facing my pain, processing everything, just accepting, admitting things to whoever I had to accept and admit it to. A lot of the times it was me accepting and admitting it to myself because closure isn't really a real thing in my opinion. But, and that could be closure for anything, friendships, relationships, everything, anything. I'm not kidding. And I even had to give myself closure in regards to my Theo's passing. So for during those crucial times that led me to where I'm at right now, I had to pour in myself where even if I didn't know what to journal about, just because I know I would hear other people talk about how good it is, I would put myself in the routine to journal. Even if it was just me writing, this is what I want to eat today, or I haven't drank that much water. I should. And things like that, you know, just anything to get me in that routine. And me allowing me to pour into myself also was what developed Cafecito con Estrellita because I knew I wanted to create this, not just for me, but for all of you. And me pouring into my creativity, my art, all of it, it's me, it was me pouring into the things as I keep going. John Legend had shared in the episode well, that him going through his hardships, his songwriting, writing his lyrics, that was him pouring into himself by allowing himself to be creative and just escape from all the hardships. And I definitely had that like I got him I related to him because that was me these last two years and then just because we are human and we evolve and go into different chapters of our lives just 
now I pour into myself differently. Of course, I still put in my love and whatnot onto my social media, but now I'm just also making sure I stay mindful to continue pouring into myself and other things where, as many of you know, I've recently been going to the gym. I'm talking about recently, like I've been on a good, the only time I took time off was when I went to Mexico in February, but that's because I went for 10 days. And when you go to Mexico, you're going to eat, you know what I mean? But it's just things like that. And I really hope this has given you something to reflect on. All right, mi gente, that, ah, my gosh, thank you so much for being here. And we are slowly coming to the end of this week's solo episode. I don't know if I'm going to make another one this week. You know how I've kind of been on a roll because your girl's got to keep certain promises to herself and make things happen that will go back to you. But before we go, let me see, let me see, let me see. Ah, that wait, no, nope, nope, nope. I was going to read you, a, but it's not really a quote. It's more something... I wrote to myself, I literally put March 26th, which was yesterday. Remember, Estrella, you don't have kids yet. Make sure you're using your alone time wisely so you feel ready in all aspects to have kids. Yes, that, so that was definitely something that I was telling myself. Honestly, this one's my favorite. Mejita, you can make something out of nothing. We, we made it pretty far. And uh, when I tell you, I really live by this because not only as a creator, but in academia, like I've literally have started so many things from not having a thing. And I know a lot of you can relate to that. So thank you so much for sticking through this episode. I really love connecting with all of you and... If you haven't, please subscribe to Cafecito con Estrellita, share it with your friends, talk about it with others. It would mean the world to me. And please don't forget to write a review, rate it, and cuídense. Hablamos pronto. Adios.